My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Basha here. Today we have a super exciting guest, Lauren Guerreri. She focuses a lot of her teachings on love consciousness, abundance, healing, creativity, communication, collaboration, and connection. She's also the host of the House of Low podcast. Welcome to the show, Low. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Basha, for having me. I am so, so grateful to be here and thank you for the work you're doing in the world. Thank you so much. And it's a pleasure to have you. I think we're going to have some great conversation. We'll cover what's working, your podcast, your challenges and your goals. And I think we'll have a lot of great takeaways from that. Before we jump in, do you mind telling us a bit about your story and where you are today? Yeah, I would love to. So my company House of Low is a sanctuary for the soul. And it's been a very, very, very long road. I just relaunched. I just rebranded. I invested almost over 40,000 in this rebrand over the course of um, basically February, March, I made the decision and it's all been (laughs) uphill from there. And, you know, I teach abundance consciousness. So I have to live this way. I have to take a lot of leaps of faith risks. Right. And one of the things I want to talk about today is how entrepreneurs get to evaluate their relationship with risk because, you know, those sayings, everybody loves to say the universe rewards, the brave fortune favors the bold. Well, to live that is a whole different story, right? I have self-sabotaged my whole life. I knew I was here for a big mission. I knew I had a big energy. I knew I was powerful and I didn't know what to do with that or where to put that because I didn't want to trigger people. I didn't want to be misunderstood. I did not want to unintentionally hurt people. Right. But I think one of the things we, we all know is when when you're born for a big mission and when you know that you're here for something big and whether it leads you to owning your own business or you're in corporate, it doesn't really matter. Um, It's intense to really navigate that. It sounds sexy at the end when you have all these stories and press articles about it, but to live it, the road to it is very difficult. I have struggled so deeply with who I am for a very, very long time. I'm 34 now, and I've gone through huge spiritual awakenings, dark nights of the soul, ego deaths, and I've had to come full circle back to not running from my mission here, which is to fully be like what you see House of Low now, and it it will continue to evolve and change. I've always felt like unworthy of like love and success. And I've always felt like there was something wrong with me, or I have to keep working on myself. And we know there's a lot of shadow to some of that, right? And now I'm stepping into this true like rebirth of who I am. And of course, a lot of us come full circle back to who we always were. It's just that we've given ourselves that permission. So I'm really here to help people go through their own death and rebirth process, which we know happens anyway. And then as an entrepreneur, there's <laughs> nothing uh, that mirrors you and your issues and you know fears more than your <laughs> being in your own business. You know, <laughs> so there's so much. I mean, all of the spiritual aspect of my life and and what I teach is is one and the same with the life of an entrepreneur or a founder or a business owner, because it is, um, it will, it tests us at every turn. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are, I guess, some of the, how do you help your clients? What, tell me about the journey that they go through working with you. 
Yeah. So I'm really here to facilitate community and connection. I am opening up some spots for one-on-one abundance mentorships. I don't love the word coach. I don't consider myself a coach. I am a teacher, speaker, and really here to mentor people and guide them to trust their own intuition, not listen to me. I think we're exiting out of this phase in our culture of the guru. Like nobody has it figured out. Absolutely zero people. Okay. And the thing is, is it's both. And, you know, I'm going to write a book one day called both and of how to hold the paradox of being human, because like you, we all have to be in our leadership. Right. But we also are ongoing learning in our life. And I just pray I can continue to be as transparent as appropriate publicly with what I'm navigating, you know? Um, but I I created our main offering is our Abundance Sanctuary, which is a membership that you pay monthly. And I'm a big believer in membership models. I think that we all need to cultivate and create our own communities off of social media. I have worked in marketing and business and social media for 14, 15 years. I will tell you, the platforms just do the same dance. It's the same story. We all get it. Eventually, TikTok won't be around. It's just like, I don't trust these platforms. They all have an agenda to build your community on these platforms is a mistake. I promise you that. It doesn't mean we don't have communities there, but we got to get them into our own curated communities that are run with our own frequency, our own energy, and the way we value life, right? And the way we have, like threaded with our values. Because when Instagram makes a change and all of a sudden the in-feed posts don't matter and it's all reels, everyone's in a tizzy. And I just completely take myself out of that stupid game because it's just bullshit, right? And for me, I also really struggle with... um I want people to make a conscious free will choice to want to anchor to abundance mindset, if you will. So by entering the portal, by making that commitment, we all know whatever we invest in, we commit to with money, right? So I want people to be willing to invest in themselves. And we're really creating like a portal of abundance. Like you enter this portal, you enter this membership, there is no scarcity, there is no fear. We hold space for all the dynamics of the human experience, but you are not going to hear recession bullshit, all that is here to control us. It is. And to be honest, I, I'm, I'm not anchored in the recession at all. There is no recession happening in my world. And the thing is, is people wonder, and I'm transparent about this. I talk about money. I talk about the numbers. I have to, it's my mission here. Part of it. How do people make next level amounts of money during those seasons? Hmm. Well, first of all, there's a lot of spiritual aspects to why there's a lot of mystery to it, but mainly when you're anchored to abundance consciousness, you don't live in a recession. And a lot of people that fully buy into that, their life falls apart. They actually experience a recession, if you will. Right. But what if we just say, that's not my reality. We're all creating our own reality. We're co-creating with the higher forces. And that's what I'm here to teach. And so you really enter this portal. I'm also going to create a lot of like live events and immersion. I just had a huge event, which we can talk about in a little bit. People need to be in person more than ever, you know? And I think what I witnessed, it was, there was 250 people there. What I witnessed was people are like, I need spaces like this. I crave this. There isn't enough of this. And a safe space is what I'm here to create. Safe spaces across the board for everyone. That's beautiful. I love it. I had a I was I had a question and it just completely slipped my mind. Um it's okay, it'll come back, babe. <laughs> yeah. Well, talk about we'll talk about your uh, your your event that you just had. Yeah. What's okay. Going this is, this is, I think, for all the entrepreneurs listening and anyone who's creative or anyone that has an idea, I want to really break it down for you transparently with what it takes to take risks to create what we just created. So 
I've invested all this money in this rebrand, right? I have logistically been in New York. I'm, I'm, I'm based in San Diego, but I've been traveling the last year. I was in New York and, you know, I did a bunch of events last year, but then I kind of pieced out because I had my own death and rebirth issues. I mean, again, like we're all navigating these things personally. And I had to yeah. learn that like my business can't just like pause because I'm in it. So we're much more set up now. Um, but, you know, I made this investment and then intuitively it dropped in. You need to do a, this actually dropped in through a friend of mine. So I'm on a phone call with her in April. I'm in New York. I have a huge community in San Diego. I haven't been here in a while. Right. And she's sitting there and she's like, this is like the life of an intuitive psychic person. She's sitting there and she's like, Lo, I feel like you're supposed to do a big event to like launch this brand here. Like everyone in San Diego is like, where the hell did she go? Like people miss you people. You kind of pieced out, which I did because I had a lot going on personally. And it dropped in rebirth party. I heard rebirth party. I cried instantly. I knew it was guided from above. And of course that made me uncomfortable. Whatever makes you uncomfortable is probably the thing you should do. And this yeah. is what's hard in the life of an entrepreneur, right? But it dropped in and I, I realized that I was still, even with this huge investment and this rebrand, I was still trying to launch it virtually and digitally because I wasn't quite ready logistically to be back here yet. Um, now I am, the universe is like, oh, you're coming back and here you are. And now I'm here. So there's that. <laughs> um, and we basically planned it in three weeks. I'm not kidding. I instantly heard again, I'm very intuitive. I heard 200 people will be there. I'm like, yeah, okay. 200 people. Spirit guides are like 200 people. I'm like, mm, yeah, right. And 244 people came. So wow. it was a free event. It was meant to be a celebration, a relaunch, a rebirth, a coming out of me really in this new space I'm in. Right. And people were shook. They're like, how are you giving this whole thing away? Because it was um, a sit down dinner. There was a panel. There was a keynote. There was a gift, a free gift. There was a surprise and delight meditation, a lot of surprises. It was at a beautiful venue with music and vendors and you could shop and there were drinks. We gave, I, I live abundance consciousness. I don't just talk about it. There are a lot of people right now and I send them my love, but they are manipulating a very high spiritual law of abundance and calling it abundance mindset coaching, but it's really scarcity underneath. Scarcity is like, we are programmed to be in scarcity. So it's, it's very hard to teach abundance. It really is. And abundance is so much more than money. Abundance is believing there's plenty for everyone. And I want everyone to think about right now who's listening. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you're taken care of? Do you even want the six houses or do you just want them because you think the culture will think that you're, that you're worthy or successful because you have them to Instagram about them? A lot of people, I think we've all experienced like coming closer to your deep desires. You're like, maybe some people are like, you know what? I actually want like a quiet life in the country. Like, I don't want to get married. I want a lifelong partnership. I don't really want to get married. I don't really need millions of dollars. Like, and the thing is, specifically with money, you know, I wanted this event to be a testament to, first of all, time and space are made up. Humans did that. And we, we have this construct in our culture. That's like all this time and we're out running out of time and the time, the time when I, we manifested over 200 people, I have a thousand followers on Instagram, didn't have a business, had no offerings. How do you explain that? And the higher realms wanted to use my event as a portal to show people what's possible because in the earth world, what we just did makes no sense. I remember what I was going to say. Okay, perfect. <laughs> but the, but I, I would have loved to have gone to that event. That sounds like it was a blast. Thank you. 
Um, but I was, I remembered I had an interview a couple, maybe about a week ago with this artist and she lives in New York and yeah. she in 2008 decided I don't want to go back to Wall Street. Yeah. I want to go and I want to be an artist. And she that. went and she like, she said that she, she didn't even notice that there was a recession because right. she just didn't operate under that mindset. Right. And it's like, no, right. like people are going to need art. Like people would rather buy a big piece of art than like an end table, you know, yeah. it's, yeah. So it's, I absolutely agree. Like I, that's what I'm planning on doing at least is pretending like the recession isn't even happening. Beautiful. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I think that to even like, I try to ground people in these high spiritual laws because it's difficult because we still live on earth and there's still a lot of duality and polarity here. And there's a lot of humans that want us to be in fear and scarcity. And it's up to us to be accountable every day in our lives. Like what are we taking in as truth when really is that our truth or the truth or is that someone's version of their truth that we're taking on, right? There's a lot of people that profit from millions of people believing there's a recession in the US, a lot of people. And hear me right now, there's karma for that because we are not gonna be controlled anymore. The big thing that I speak about and as, as I do more talks around the country because I'm a speaker really at the end of the day, um, our culture has flawlessly constructed the culture in such a way that keeps us trapped in fear and scarcity. Because when you keep people trapped in fear and scarcity, you can control them. And we are not going to be controlled. And entrepreneurs are the biggest group of rebels that you know we'll ever know. <laughs> a lot of entrepreneurs yeah. fall into the scarcity, fall into the corporate America paradigms. And a lot of entrepreneurs are being asked to shape their business in a whole different way that is more conscious, that is more Aquarius age, like caring about the other person and ourselves, right? I, I, I'm calling in millions of dollars and I know the right amount of money will flow to me because I trust the higher realms more than I trust other humans. I just do. And like the money comes to us when it, first of all, it has a place to go. We need to create containers for that money. It can't, we can't be hoarding it in a savings account. It doesn't work that way. Money wants to circulate. It's just energy. Right. And second, I'm calling in that money in whatever way it wants to come to me in whatever timeline it wants to come to me. It could be 10 years from now, it could be tomorrow because I'm going to funnel that money into causes that make the planet better because the planet is asking us to really change our ways and this hyper consumerism hyper materialism hyper just show your best hide the rest culture and like that's why my event was centered around the theme of death and rebirth a lot of people year to date have been going through next level deaths in their life dark nights of the soul ego deaths businesses overnight falling apart because they're not in alignment with the new earth they're not in alignment with really conscious uh, business conscious commerce is what I'm here to lead by example in while continuing to learn that right and part of why I'm so transparent is I want people to know I'm not just saying this stuff like I live this I have I spent I had to spend another we spent another 30,000 on the event so now I'm 60,000 into the rebrand and we just launched so you know when people talk about faith blind faith risk leaps of faith this is the real stuff and I have my body is still I know it's the right move. I know it's going to deliver. I know I'm going to be in awe. I don't know when, I don't know how. I'm just grateful I have the money I have right now to take care of myself, my team, to keep going. Because like, we're all here for a temporary time. Like 
one of the things I'm really here to help people remember, right? This is what they talk about with spiritual awakenings and remembering. It's like, we are souls in temporary bodies and we come here to learn lessons and then we peace out. Our soul never dies ever. The, the form dissolves, the body dissolves, this body. So like, I'm not going to shy away from that anymore because I do believe that's the truth. This cuts through all religious indoctrination. It cuts through everything. And also I'm here to help people develop their own connection with divine source, God creator, whatever that looks like for them, because that is theirs to create, not ours, not religious institutions that profit off of people being scared of God. God is the most loving force and God is all that is. So like for us, I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of awakenings post COVID and every entrepreneur is being asked to stop like killing themselves in their own business. Cause if they're burnt out and exhausted, then they're not going to serve anybody. So it's like, yeah. I'm trying to help people and entrepreneurs like really, okay, what's my daily routines? What's my spiritual connection? How do I feel about myself versus getting caught up in that? Just like, go, 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 you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I, I love that you mentioned that. So I would love to know what are some of the biggest, because what you're doing right now is not a conventional type nope. of business. <laughs> Nothing about you is conventional. So yeah. I guess what are, what are some of the biggest challenges that come with that in your business? Yes. Mm. Thank you for asking this question. Cause I really wanted to go into this anyway. So thank you. Yeah. You know, I think that first of all, for me personally, I've been hiding my whole life. I'm a big personality. Can you tell? I have a low voice. I'm in a bigger body. I have a, a big presence about me. I have a big energy, if you will. But I'm also deep, deep inside of myself. I'm very introverted and very intuitive and mystical and artistic and poetic. And I just want to like float in the ocean and talk to God and be like this planet. It's hard to be. It's hard to be here for me. It is because I'm an old soul and I've done this a lot. And earth is intense. It just is. And the way humans treat each other is, is, breaks my heart. And so what's hard for me is to be vulnerable, um, to be visible. I've been hiding. And this is really my coming out of hiding and becoming like the main character in my own life, which is what we're all being asked to learn. And there's shadow sides of being the main character where it's ego driven, like fame. I don't, I don't want fame, but I'm here to be very prominent in the public space. And I'm like, Oh God, how do I do this? You know, I think for me, the other piece is um, I have a lot of pure, I have very pure intentions that navigating our world, I still have to have a lot of discernment about other people and who I'm going to collaborate with, because there's a lot of people that even will come off pure in their intentions. And then all of a sudden it's like the rug gets pulled out. So as I navigate with this higher spiritual consciousness and frequency, um, I have to have discernment and boundaries. And I struggle with boundaries because I just want to love everybody and welcome everyone in. I have like such a motherly energy, you know? And so I think another piece that I, the last struggle I'll, I'll mention to you is um, like, are people ready for all this? And the higher realms tell me they are. People need this. And it's not like I'm telling people what to do. I'm not preachy, but of course, what all of us struggle with is how we're perceived. There are going to be people that are triggered by me that are, that think my energy is polarizing. Like how happy she's really that happy. Ew, I don't like that. Like, oh, like even the event was over the top. Like there's going to be people that have all kinds of say, things to say about anything we do. So we either cower to that or we keep going and I'm just going to keep going because I just know sometimes we are meant to activate people and, and they have a reaction to us and then they come full circle around because in a way anybody you meet your souls planned you to meet 
and you're meant to meet, whether it's two seconds or life a lifetime. And in business specifically, like the people we're meant to co-create with, we're starting to really meet. I mean, I have a team of 10 people. I'm co-creating the brand. There's other voices that are going to be speaking about House of Low and creating content and storytelling and all of that. This is not just the low show. My brand is a community. And like, I also, you know, one of the things I'm really here to do is to redistribute wealth. And so I pay people more than they ask for. It's just part of what I do and it expands them. And I'm really grateful for that. So I'm also, I think out of all those struggles, I'm stepping into a deeper level of also trusting at a deeper level, everything that's coming into my life, everyone that's here supporting it. And a lot of people really get what we're trying to do. And that's made me so happy because to your point earlier, it's it's very unconventional, but then I'm meeting all these people that are like, we get it. I was at the event. I did my keynote and said all my quote unquote, crazy stuff, spiritual stuff. Everyone was like, get it. Not even like people weren't even triggered or shocked. They're like, we've heard this before, but the way you're saying it is really hitting us. One guy came up to me and he goes, this whole event felt like a love punch. I was like, I'm taking that. Thank you. That is exactly <laughs> what it is. Like it, 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 it is meant to hit you this stuff, right? Cause we, I also want people to change their lives. I want everyone to be wealthy, everyone to feel calm and abundant and connected to themselves and have love. I want that for everyone. So everything I do and everything house of low does is, is, in this blanket of love, but there's going to be things that hit people deeply. So I feel safe to really just keep going because of the amazing feedback we're getting. Absolutely. Plus, as long as you are being unapologetically yourself and you're running your business the same way, because obviously your business is a mirror of you, yeah. no matter what you're going through, you your business it. is going to go through the you same thing. <laughs> All I do, I've <laughs> experienced firsthand. Um, yep. But that's how you know who is meant to work with you and who isn't. That's right. Because if you're pretending like you're somebody else, you're not getting actually the clients that are truly aligned with you. You're getting the wrong people. So by being unapologetically yourself, you get the people that are fully bought into the vision and what you're trying to do for them and what they want to do for themselves. Yes. So well said. And so critical to remind ourselves that all the time, because when things get intense. It's like, we forget that part, but that's really how you sustain a business over many years, you know? Absolutely. So tell me about one of your favorite client success stories. Yeah. Well, you know, the one that comes to mind is my partner, my chef partner, Perla from Elevation Eating. She and I have, we are soul family, very deep friendship and connection. And we met a couple of years ago, we came into each other's reality and I always knew I was here to like create with Perla and like, we were going to really be expanders in life, but also in our career and our business and our mission. And I also knew Perla and I's missions like overlapped, you know? So my first, I, I, like I said, I did three small events, um, 2021 and then 2022. And Perla was my chef partner through the whole thing. And she just does all the food and it's all this really expansive, like the way Perla does food is it's, it's infused with love. It's high vibrational elevation eating is her company. Well, Perla has been an entrepreneur for a while, right? And when I came into her reality and she would, this is her words, like I really expanded her when it comes to abundance and what's possible, not only money-wise, but how to be supported and how big her business could get, how many people it could reach. And she reached a lot of people on her own. And then once we met even more people through our events, but they were still small. And so recently, obviously this whole rebirth party dropped in and Perla was going to be a non-negotiable partner for this. And I ended up being like, this is so ironic and emotional. 
I ended up being Perla's highest paid client to date for this rebirth party. And we were, she was shook. I mean, I was shook, but it's, it was all divine. And, um, we've, she's, we've been, our heads have been spinning in the whole thing, but that was always meant to happen. Not only because I was brought into Perla's life to expand her with abundance and like what's possible, how she can start charging. I mean, I pushed her last year to start charging way more double what she, she just, it's more than just food for her, but we know food costs are high. It's like, she creates a whole vortex with the, with the, with, if she's going to do your event or retreat or whatever. And I pushed her last year to really double, double what she was charging. And she did get some bigger gigs. And then it ended up being my, like our co-creative rebirth party we did together because it's really hers just as much as it's mine. I ended up being the highest paid client she has had to date. And it's been, she's been in a whirlwind the last few weeks, just so emotional. And like, now I feel like I, I helped her hit a new baseline for what's possible for her. And our event was free, which is what's blowing her mind. Like, Lo, you didn't technically make direct profit from this, but you gave us all, like you gave me all this and everybody else. And, you know, we've been crying for weeks, but the point is, <laughs> That's what I want to do. That's what lights me up the most. Like, I don't need all this money for myself. Absolutely not. I don't. And I think I've come into learning that I, I really do desire a simple life as best I can, you know, and to do that for her, who's one of my best friends, soul family, like it's, it's, it's the greatest joy of my life. That's beautiful. Oh my gosh. And you just, the fact that you did that for her, you created a new baseline for her. It's yeah. like, okay, like I can make this much, like this is, this is possible. Yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. All right. We are, we are slowly running out of time. So I want to make sure that we do cover the podcast. What yeah. was the intention behind starting it? What do you talk about on the show? Thank you. I appreciate that. We just relaunched. Um, I was on a little bit of a hiatus for a few months. We launched in the fall of 2021. When I started, it was an exercise, a ritual, an intention to use my voice because back to the hiding, I just, I needed to start being out there and getting comfortable with it. I remember my first few episodes, I was like, oh my God, I'm like hearing myself to, oh God. And then people were like, oh, your voice is so soothing. It's so activating. Like people love my it voice. Is. Yeah. Thank you. And I, over time, as I was getting these reflections from people, I started to really see the power my voice holds. And I've even gotten the guidance in, in energy healing sessions with intuitives. Like my voice is, is my, my soul's like main gift, especially in this lifetime. And so for me, if my voice can create ripple effects for people or make them feel seen or make it make people feel safe, because people do reflect that, like they feel safe listening to me. I can die happy. And for me, like the podcast is, I actually have made the intention for the new season in this new season to really have like 30 minutes or less. Like, I love that you do short too. Cause we don't, people don't really have the time. I try, I, I subscribe to a lot of podcasts. I've been a lover of podcasts since I was, since they started literally. I mean, I was 20, probably 18, 20, 19. Um, and I always was a listener and now to be a creator in that space, it's been really powerful. And the biggest thing I'll say about the podcast is, you know, I do a mix of guests. I do a mix of solo and, you know, for the guests, we like spill some tea. I'm, I'm also trying to do more like round tables where it's like at the table, there's a couple guests and really, again, my biggest joy in life and gift is to hand the microphone to someone else and put them in the spotlight. That's what I want to do. And the podcast does that. But the last thing I'll say about it is, you know, 
people from Peru message me. Oh my God, I discovered you. And I'm just like bawling. They're like from the sacred Valley in Peru. And I'm like, Oh my God, people in Poland, people in all over the world. And podcasting is a long game. I want to be clear with everyone. It is a long game, but the people that can get magnetized into your business and your community, and maybe even actually buy your offerings, it's, it's mind blowing, you know, but I think that podcasting is non-negotiable for me because I I've always felt that audio is more powerful than video. I just do. I think when people, when you're in someone's ear, it's so intimate. I'm sure you feel that like, it's so intimate as a host, but it's also intimate to listen. And sometimes I feel like with the video and with the visuals, we're looking at what everybody's wearing and what everybody's looking like with the audio, it cuts through all of that. And to be honest, I mean, our, our voice is the frequency of our soul. So you're listening to someone's like soul frequency when you're listening to the voice of someone. And there's something just so activating about creating a podcast. And we talk about everything, you know, I, we talk about a lot of deep topics. My brand is about depth, not width, as you can probably imagine. And so we go deep, but I'm trying, I never would have guessed (laughs) we're trying to create these, these pot, these, like, I want every episode to be like a love punch where it's 30 minutes or less. My, my relaunch episode was 12 minutes. It's just me going. And it felt right. I feel like people need less over talking and over explaining and long windedness. And they need more like concise. I don't know. Like, so that's my intention. Um, and I'm really excited to see what the reaction is with the brand and, and just where we go where we go from there on the podcast. I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. Rebranding thank everything, rebirth. Love it. Thank All you. right, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on. Just a couple more questions. If you yes. had to give one piece of advice in one sentence to any entrepreneurs or podcasters who are listening right now, what would it be? Remember you're a soul. Remember you are a powerful spiritual being, eternal spiritual being, having a temporary human experience that your soul is an unstoppable force that comes into a human body to learn limits. So be aware of your limits. Don't push yourself over the edge, but remember like you literally have a spark of the divine in you. So act accordingly. Love it. And then if anybody's looking to get in contact with you, what's the best way for them to find you? Mm, thank you, babe. Please, please email me, Lauren at houseoflow.co. You can follow us on Instagram at house of underscore low. Would love for you to check out the website, houseoflow.co and all of our offerings. Join our membership and also um, come listen to the podcast. I would love to have you there. And thank you so much, Basha, for everything you're doing and for having me and creating the space for entrepreneurs like me to come on. It really means the world to me. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your value. I really appreciate it. Thank you, babe. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur and would like to come on the show, please visit top100interview.com. Thank you. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. 
Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.